Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So you feel good as a conservative, right? Because we have a conservative Supreme Court. They threw out Roe versus Wade. Donald Trump named three conservatives to the court. Uh, He stood by Brett Kavanaugh when Kavanaugh was vilified and charges were dreamt up, made up, concocted about Brett Kavanaugh being a a serial gang rapist in high school. Well, don't be too sure that uh, Brett Kavanaugh is always going to be in your corner. Uh, particularly when it comes to the preservation of a little thing that was so consequential to the people who founded our country that they left England over it, religious freedom. Right? That is why we had people come here on the Mayflower, religious freedom. Freedom from the Church of England. Freedom to worship in the way that they wanted to. And we see that now in our life where you can go to or belong to an organization that is able to set standards according to its religious beliefs, right? See it all the time. Parochial schools, Christian schools, Jewish schools. Well, Yeshiva University is a Jewish university in New York City, and they lost at the Supreme Court couple of days ago, five to four. What did they lose on? They lost because the state of New York is forcing Yeshiva University to accept an LGBTQ club. Now, this is a violation of the Jewish faith, the immorality, same-sex relations, sexual relations outside of marriage is in violation of, oh, you might remember, the Ten Commandments, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a violation of the Ten Commandments, okay, Uh, which is a law that applies to us as well as Christians. Uh, But Justice Kavanaugh and Justice John Roberts joined with Sotomayor Kagan and Ketanji Brown-Jackson to reject yeshiva's right to establish its own practices according to its religious faith. And they sent back to a New York lower court the case that had already ruled against yeshiva in the past. Now, this is a horrible, horrible ruling, because if we can force an organization that is authentic to its own religious beliefs, to do what violates its religious beliefs, 
Well, then, there is no school anywhere in the country that is safe from being forced to, what, allow guys to live in women's dorms? Allow transgender men to play on women's sports teams? There will be no standards of morality allowed on any campus, anywhere, if the Biden administration decides to target them. They have allowed or worked with whoever's targeting yeshiva. They have also targeted, and I've told you about this story in previous days, I've told you about the attacks on College of the Ozarks in Missouri. Hard work you, right? They have, as a authentic Christian university, a prohibition against men living in women's dorms. Well, because this is how it works, you have an activist who will go in there and push the envelope, say, hey, I'm a transgender woman. Biologically, I'm a man, but I identify as a woman, so I should be able to live in a women's dorm. I should be able to shower in women's bathroom. And College of the Ozarks said, no, sorry, that violates our religious tenets. And the court said, sorry. Sorry to you. You don't have that right. You don't have the right to determine your own practices and standards on your campus according to your religious faith. And the legal reasoning behind the betrayal of John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh, and this will be a useful tool for the left in extrapolating this decision to other universities, however many they want to attack, however many they want to take on, The shot's been fired across the bow now. Supreme Court turned it back. So if your kid goes to a Christian school, and mine does, you're at the mercy of hoping the activists don't show up on your campus and hoping they don't decide to make your campus their cause. Because if they decide to make your campus their cause, it certainly looks like from this yeshiva ruling that The activists have the backing of the highest court in the land. And what is that backing? What is that reasoning? What is that support? The New York court contends that Yeshiva University does not merit a religious exemption because it is an educational institution and not a religious institution. In other words, a college is a college, not a church. And thus, as a college, even as a private college, Yeshiva's private, College of the Ozarks private, even as a private college, it's not allowed to have its own rules when it comes to what people would determine to be morality issues. Men sleeping in girls' dorms, men sleeping with women, men showering with women, men playing on women's sports teams. See, religious institutions frown on that because it does not perpetuate behavior that is conducive to morality and order being in place on those campuses. But thank you, Brett Kavanaugh. Thank you, John Roberts, for betraying conservative values. And you're going to see more of it. University in Alabama, Samford University, not Stanford, Samford, S-A-M-F-O-R-D. They have 
a local campus ministry fair day. Like they might invite in all the churches around. You know, we got kids coming on campus. Kids are looking for a church to attend. Invite your church on campus, set up a table, set up a booth, give away a couple things, get to know the people. Hey, we're the church for you. Come. Okay. So Samford limits who can come to churches that represent Samford Baptist University's view of authentic practice of religion. And it would not allow to come onto campus during a local ministry fair day to churches that are LGBTQ friendly. I was stunned. I was on a website here locally yesterday. Uh, And boy, they always name themselves something that sounds so embraceable, right? There's a website, loveboldly.net. When you go to loveboldly.net, you don't have to read very far before you know that you are not in an authentic faith organization. You are in a stinky, woke organization. Here's their policy on anti-racism. As an organization with an entirely white staff and board, we confess that our blindness and lack of action has caused further harm to our black neighbors, including our black LGBTQIA plus siblings. Please read our anti-racism statement here to learn more about how we are working to correct this. So this is an LGBTQ plus friendly organization that represents itself as a Christian organization. And at Samford, they are also falling into the danger zone because they won't allow LGBTQ-friendly churches on campus to recruit their students because they don't believe, and it's the university's right to believe this, that the way they view the Bible and the way they view the Bible's teachings does not support an LGBTQ lifestyle. See, the Bible expressly condemns immorality in all terms. Not just LGBTQ, but adultery, pornography, that's all immorality. The Bible condemns it all. And if you're going to take a piece of something that, well, just doesn't agree with my personal views, everything else I'll buy, but not that, it's not my personal view, then what you're doing is you're holding something back from God's authority, which is making it an idol. And the Bible frowns on worshiping idols. So I wanted to wrap up the hour before we get to Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org at the top of the hour by uh, tying together a lot of these headlines that we've been talking about with the Biden administration expanding Title IX. I mean, that's just really not even an accurate portrayal of it. What they're doing is they are essentially obliterating Title IX, which was created to provide equal opportunities for women to guarantee that to Wisconsin in federal law. Now the Biden administration, want, and we just want to add, we just want to add LGBTQ people. And the T is the problem. See, the transgender part of that is the problem because uh, until the LGB people in the alphabet mafia disengage from the T people, I will not have a discussion with the LGB people about equal protection because they are joining with transgender people who 
by the definition of a transgender person, a biological male or female who pretends to be the opposite, those are not compatible viewpoints. The LGB people cannot be used as cover to advocate for the transgender ideology because transgenderism is a denial of what you were created at birth. It's a denial of it, which is a way to deny God's authority and sovereignty, which is perfectly fine with the Biden administration because they would like to eradicate God from where? The military? Everywhere, right? I mean, let's not forget, how many years ago was it that the Democratic Convention, that they booed God? They booed the mention of God. So I was reading this morning, as I always do, uh, my corresponding chapter of Proverbs to the date of the month. Today's the 15th, so I'm reading Proverbs chapter 15. And I noticed, I noticed a similarity in verses 8, 9, and 26 of Proverbs 15. And here's the similarity. In verse 8, it said, the Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked. Verse 9, the Lord detests the way of the wicked. Verse 26, the Lord detests the thoughts of the wicked. So if the Lord detests the sacrifice, way, and thoughts of the wicked, what is that? What is the sacrifice of the wicked? Well, a sacrifice is everything you worship, everything you offer in worship, everything you produce. The way that someone follows is the path of their life, the course that they travel, the things that they pursue. And the thoughts of the wicked, well, what do you focus on? What are you, what are you thinking about? What are you prioritizing? What are you fascinated by? And oftentimes the intersection of these three things, the path you're on, the thoughts you think, the things you offer, the things you produce, your sacrifice, the intersection of those three is often with the LGBTQ segment of our population is sex, right? Because sex is your defining characteristic. Your sexual preference is your defining characteristic. You, me, other conservatives, we define ourselves how? Relationally. We define ourselves relationally. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a friend. That's how I would describe myself. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a friend. Someone in the LGBTQ initiative, they describe themselves as what? I'm gay. I'm lesbian. I'm bi. I'm transgender. Whatever. It's sexual. It's characteristics. So the design of God is for male and female to have unique roles. Men and women are to be joined in marriage. A marriage, according to God, is not two men. It's not two women. It's one man, one woman, forever. Why? To produce children. That is the reason why. And there are unique roles within that marriage. Women are generally, generally, the nurturer in a family. Men are generally, traditionally, the protector, the provider, the disciplinarian in a marriage. These are the roles that God established for women that he uniquely equips women and men to perform. Now, if sexual immorality of any sort interrupts a marriage, not just LGBTQ behavior, but unfaithfulness, uh, and that can be in thought or deed, pornography, something like that, then the design of that marriage becomes flawed and that dysfunction 
festers and the marriage will become less than it's intended to be. And it may, in fact, disintegrate. If you know anything about marriage, you know that in the Old Testament, the Bible says that God hates divorce. Why would God hate divorce? Because God designed marriage to be perfect. And as a picture, marriage is a picture of Christ's relationship to the church. The church is described as the bride of Christ. So that tells you what kind of a priority God puts on marriage and the esteem in which he holds marriage because he created it to be a special bonus, a special way to add to our joy on earth, to have a man and a woman who fit together, literally and figuratively, to bring about something beautiful a child who is a reflection of their union. Marriage is an earthly gift that God gives to us so that we, a man and a woman united in marriage, can attain more than they can achieve alone. And so this is why gay marriage is an abomination to God because it is not in line, it is a perversion of his design for marriage. Now, that does not mean that Christians should be hateful toward gay people. No, at not at all. Because a gay person is somebody who is deeply in need of coming to Christ and reordering their what? Their way, their path, their thoughts, their sacrifice of reordering that in line with what God calls them to be. But Christians have to be, have to be, against gay marriage because we are told to object to the things God objects to. We are told to hate the things God hates. And Proverbs 15 proves that God hates what? He detests the way, the sacrifice, and the thoughts of the wicked. And so that's, I had an email yesterday from somebody who said, you know, uh, hear you talking about this. How do you feel about same-sex unions that produce, that have kids? They don't produce kids. They can't produce kids. A same-sex union can't produce kids. How do I feel about it? I have to be against it because God is against it, because that child adopted is not going to be given what God wants that child to have, which is the nurturing of a woman and the discipline of a man. It's not going to have it. It can't. A same-sex union cannot embody that. And speaking of that word embody, in Romans 2, Paul talks about the law of God, which is the Ten Commandments. Don't commit adultery. Don't put anything before God. Don't have any idols, which that's what sexuality is, is an idol if you're doing something that's immoral according to the Bible. Paul writes that the law of God, the Ten Commandments, is the embodiment of of knowledge and truth. And so a gay marriage, by definition, is not the truth of what God designs marriage to be. So, I welcome your thoughts. Bruce at SalemMedia.com. Bruce at SalemMedia.com.
Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.